Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is another edition, the final edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, October the 4th, and we wrap this Phillies season as uh, Phillies lose two of three over the weekend in the Marlins. They win the all-important one on Friday, meaning, yes, for the first time since 2011, the Phillies have finished over 500. So that's something, I suppose. And then lose the rest. They end up losing six to seven in the season. You know, which once you were swept by the Braves, really meaningless anyway. In a way, in a way, you could argue that since the Reds ended up with 83 wins, Phillies were smart down with 82. They end up getting one draft pick ahead of the Cincinnati Reds. So how about that? Spinning it to a positive here at the end. Um, but look, obviously. As we head into another offseason, a true full decade without the playoffs. You know, this season, as we've talked about, this team is in a um, a precarious spot, an interesting spot, an important spot in its history, and in, certainly in recent history, where this team has spent such a long time trying to rebuild, trying to um, get this franchise back to where it was in the 07 to 11 range, and obviously, over a 10-year stretch of in large part, failed um, that attempt, certainly considering the lack of minor league development of talent in the minors, all that stuff. And you're heading into an offseason where, where change is needed. And obviously, uh, Dave Dombrowski is in charge. You're not changing at the top. We've already gotten rid of Matt Clentag and Andy McPhail. Thank goodness that was the main culprit of the reason we are in the spot we're in right now, along with you know Middleton in charge of that. But um, big offseason for Dombrowski. You know, we'll talk about it in a sec, kind of all the things on his plate. And, of course, look back quickly. You know, maybe just a, a top five best things about the season and on a positive here. Again, look, the, on the whole, though, obviously, we all know it's a frustrating season. You end up losing out on a, a, a incredibly winnable division. That is super frustrating. You don't take advantage of a Bryce Harper MVP season. You don't take advantage of a Zach Wheeler almost Cy Young season. You know, you... you we're going to look back on this season as a season of, of missed opportunities. 
Uh, you know, and again, we've talked about it so many times, but so many individual games and individual series that we can go back to and say, if that had gone differently, if that had gone differently, if that had gone differently, like it should have gone differently. We'd be having a very different conversation right now. We'd be preparing for the Phillies to play the Brewers, you know, and, and that is not the case. And it's no one else to blame but themselves. You know, the Phillies really, of all years, really had it served up to them this year. They really had a chance this year to... You know, break that curse, break that streak, and um, it didn't, obviously, but um, no use looking back. We'll look forward a minute quickly. I do want to, let's, let's look, it was a frustrating season, I think more frustrating than, than not in the end, um, considering the opportunities, but, you know, there were still fun moments this season, and, and a, quick, a quick top five. You know, in honor of all the Mount Rushmores we did last year and all that, a quick top five from this season, then we'll look ahead to the importance of the offseason and everything going. But top five favorite things about the 2021 Phillies season. First and foremost, I think is very clear. Number one is as easy as it gets, and it's it's Bryce Harper. It's the MVP season that that man has had. I think he deserves the MVP. I think he's going to win it. I think it's between him and Soto. Tatis is there too, but um, I think he deserves it. I think he should win it. I think... You can maybe make a statistical argument that Soto deserves it, but it is it is so fractional, it is so close, and you can also make a statistical argument that Harper deserves it. I don't think you can make a true statistical argument that Tatis deserves it. And Harper was on the best team of the three on top of all that. You know, as much as the Phillies did miss the playoffs, as much as they're only an 82-win team, they were way better than the Nationals and they were better than the Padres. So I think in the end Harper deserves it. I think he'll get it. Regardless, we watched him have an MVP season. We watched Bryce Harper have a true blue MVP season for the Philadelphia Phillies this year. I mean, one of the great, 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 great offensive Philly seasons of our lifetime, of my lifetime, certainly. Um, you know, you see all the numbers, you know, the first to do this since Chuck Klein, the first to do that since Mike Schmidt, the first to do that since Ryan Howard, all those those type of things. Ends the season with a 309 batting average, a 429 OBP, and a 615 slugging, a 1044. OPS on the season for Harper gets the 35 homers. Um, just a truly, a truly special season from Bryce Harper this year is in 141 games, 35 homers, 101 runs scored, 84 RBI, 42 doubles. Really, truly a, a, a truly special season, 100 walks. So he ends up with 100 runs, 100 walks, 40 doubles, 35 homers, and a over 300 average. That is a special, special, special season. He deserves the MVP. I hope he wins the MVP. I think he's got a really good chance to win it regardless. He certainly deserves it. And when you look back at this season, I think it'd be crazy to not say that the Bryce Harper MVP season was the number one best thing about the season. It certainly was for me. Um, I will remember it forever as, as, again, one of the truly great seasons I rooted for. In, in baseball or in all sports, you know? In in my life as a Philly sports fan, look, we don't have that many of those seasons, right? You know, we got a few MVPs here and there. We've got the two titles, but we have not had many of those individual seasons that are MVP-worthy in my lifetime in Philadelphia, and we certainly just saw one, like top to bottom without a doubt. So so Harper, number one, and obviously I think you have to put Wheeler number two on this list. The, the, Wheelers, the, the season Zach Wheeler had was... Um, equally brilliant, uh, maybe not quite as good as what Harper did. 
um, but still at the top of the league in in most pitching categories, led the league in you know innings pitch, was up there in strikeouts, all these things. Uh, it ends up with a, a truly brilliant season. Only fourteen and ten, but you know record is record. Two seven eight ERA on the season, two hundred and thirteen innings pitched, the most in Major League Baseball this year. Two hundred and forty seven also led the National League with two hundred and forty seven strikeouts, only forty six walks. Super impressive. One point oh oh whip. Was just phenomenal. Really a truly special season from Zach Wheeler. I don't think he wins the Cy Young, but he certainly has a chance. If nothing else, he's a top three, top four guy for the Cy Young. A special season from Zach Wheeler that we won't forget. And uh, you know, certainly on the list of the top five favorite moments and things of the season, it's Harper and Wheeler, one, two, no question in my mind. And again, Harper's maybe slightly greater, but but not to diminish. You know, Zach Wheeler was was truly great for this team last year, and that contract looks like a steal, one of the few. And we'll get into Didi and all that stuff coming up, but the Wheeler contract certainly does not look like a mistake on any level. Um, really, truly beautiful season from Wheeler. So Wheeler and Harper won two for sure. And let's just throw three in there. Uh, Ranger Suarez is is my third favorite thing about the 2021 season. What a joy it was to watch that guy play baseball this year. I mean, just the demeanor, ERA 1-5 over the season, 1-4, whatever, like just a, a truly special season from a production standpoint. But just watching that guy take the hill, the the calmness, the coolness, how he never gets rattled, how it seemed like every time he went out, he had a great outing. Like, think about, try, try and think real quick of, of Ranger struggling this year. Oh, yeah, you can't, because it feels like he didn't. I mean, wh- whatever role he was in, and we've talked about this multiple times, but but... As far as I was concerned, taking him out of being one of the best relievers in baseball into the starting rotation was was borderline idiotic. Turned out that I looked borderline idiotic for saying that. Moving as far as the rotation, he was brilliant. I mean, brilliant. Seven seven innings, nine strikeouts. His last outing had the complete game shutout. Prior to that, I mean, you want to talk about why they were over five hundred in the end? It was Rangers Suarez. He was the one guy bringing it at the end. I mean, what a season! What a season! a season from Ranger Suarez, and I don't know how that projection of the future, obviously he'll be in the rotation to start next year, and I'm excited about him, but he was certainly a leap that nobody saw coming, an unexpected leap of, of gargantuan proportions for Ranger Suarez, really reached levels this year that I don't think anyone thought he had in him, in all honesty. You know, he was both as a reliever and a starter, better than I ever imagined he could or would be. So I don't know how that projects in the future, but right now you, you have to be at least excited about the possibility of Ranger Suarez because he's already shattered my ceiling for him. You know, he already crushed that ceiling. He already took that ceiling and and just bashed right through it. So I'm super intrigued and excited to see where it goes with Ranger Suarez, and it's certainly one of the the brightest of bright spots for this Phillies team this year. And someone will look back on and remember this season for him again. Really a um a special season. A truly special season for Ranger Suarez. Um, so it has to be on the list of the top five. The last two for me of my top five favorite things of 2021 are not people, but moments and things. I, I think we can all agree. And and in some ways, we look back on it less than fondly because it, in a way, tricked us, as we've talked about many times. But um, I think you have to put the eight-game win streak on the uh, the list of top five favorite things. I know it caused us to believe when we didn't and, and ended up we shouldn't have believed, so, you know, I get that part of it. But, man, in the moment, was that fun? Was that fun? First eight-game win streak since 2011. It was the first time in years 
years, literal years, where in in deep into a season, in the July August range, we truly felt a team was special. We truly felt, oh man, like they're winning games late. They're a fighting team. They just won eight straight. They actually can win eight straight. They could do that. This group of guys, we didn't think that was possible. Like, they're up two and a half games in the division. Let's go. Let's go. This is real. This is exciting. Yes. That's how we felt. We were wrong. But in the moment, if we could divorce the the ultimate final result from this and, and in the moment go back to where we were in that game win streak, it has to be on the list. Just a, just a blast. The Met series at home, the most excited and jacked the, the bank has been in, in a decade, too. Um Really, that was a super, super fun little run. And, um, you know, again, it's sad that we look back on the eight-game win streak as one of the best things of the season because you should be, you know, talking about the playoffs. But still, in the end, I think it was a, a really fun couple weeks there and a really fun little run there. And and um, I'm choosing to look back on it fondly. <laughs> I'm choosing to not look back on it as a missed opportunity. And instead, that specific thing, I'll look back fondly. And then... Last of the top five, and then we'll look ahead to the offseason. Uh, my my number five, or you know, last of the top five favorite things from this Philly season is the only individual night I will put on the list. I thought it was moment wise the highlight of the season, at least for me as a sports fan, particularly in a season where they do not make the playoffs and we don't have any of those playoff implication type moments, true ones. Um the Luke Williams night for me, you know, uh, Luke Williams, the walk-off home run and his first major league start with his whole family in the crowd, the interview after with T-Mac where, you know, he's getting choked up and, and it's hard for him to even convey the emotions that he's feeling. Um, that was why we love sports. You know, I know that sounds cliche and hokey and all that, but it's true. It's true. A moment like that on a on a random night, weeknight in a in a random baseball game that you could have this moment that was so magical and so beautiful that his family was there with him and he experienced this, and that we all like a moment that we could all identify with. That all of us at one point in our life or another wanted to play major league baseball, even if some of us that illusion was ended earlier than others. Um, you know, we all had that dream, and, and the dream of, of, of walking it off at home in your first start with your entire family in the stands, I mean, that's, that's storybook. You know, that really is. That, is. that is, again, to sound cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason. That's what sports are all about. That's the beauty of it. That's the inherent... Um, thing that we love about sports is those stories that 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 ability that opportunity for magic to just happen and that night it was a magical night for Luke Williams and for Phillies fans and when I look back on this season that's the night that I'll remember that's the night I'll say that was that was as good as it got and not even because of the team not even because of whatever just because that was that was sports at their best. That was a special moment. And I I, I really, really appreciated it. And I, I really will remember it when we look back. All right. Now, enough with the the positives. Let's get to the realism, right? Massive offseason. Dave Dombrowski, uh, you know, 
you could argue one of the most important off seasons we've seen for this club in a long time. You know, we said that a few times over the last few years as they've tried to turn this thing over from being the the you know tanking you know rebuilding team to a team that is at least trying to make the playoffs or at least that that is their seeming intention as a franchise. Um, but this off season, when you when you again as we've talked about many times, look at the double barrel approach that is needed. The ability to upgrade the major league roster while also worrying far more about reshaping the organization in the areas that matter most, you know, rebuilding essentially the drafting and developing wing of the Philadelphia Phillies, so to speak, for lack of a better word, you know, the, the, the department is, uh, you know, we, we talked on, on Friday about the Mackell piece, the toxic culture in there, the hiring of Preston Mattingly to start to sort that out, which I talked about on Friday. But again, I'm everything I've found about this guy, everything I've read about this guy is is stellar. I'm ecstatic about Preston Mattingly. I think it's a great hire. I really do believe in this guy. I think he brings everything you want to that position. But still, more important hires to be made and and also just being able to make these hires in a way that that Everyone's going to be on the same page. Like they've talked about a lot. Dombrowski has talked about it. it is it is imperative. It's everything. You, know, you need to rebuild this. You need to have a bunch of guys working together towards a common goal, and and rebuild this thing that that can change the course of the franchise. So that is obviously the number one most important thing. But along that, you know, and and that's why this offseason is so big is that Dave also has to serve two masters because this Phillies team is committed to this group, committed to right now being a playoff contender. And we've talked about what I think they need to do. I think John Middleton has to go over the luxury tax. You can reset later. You're building in the low minors. You got the majors. You need to just commit to it. Just go for it. You brought Bryce Harper here. You brought JT Romuto here for a long time. You brought Zach Wheeler here. You did all these things like you just, you're not good enough. We know, especially from an institutional roster, minor league perspective, that you have to add to the major league roster. And the way to do that is to, to go over the tax and, you know, Dombrowski got some big decisions. You know, I think you look around the diamond. Um, you know, obviously, I think the the ones that that jump off the page, Didi. What do you do with him? Fourteen and a half million dollars he is owed for next season, and coming off a a beyond disastrous season. Uh, you know, a two hundred seven average or whatever it is that ended at a, you know a six something OPS. He is uh, just for someone at the age of thirty one to fall off a cliff the way Didi Gregorius has is is shocking. But that's a big decision. Do you a you know what do you do about that? That's fourteen million. Do you? I mean, the Phillies do not like to eat money. How can you work around that? And then also, if you bring him back, can he even play shortstop again? I mean, we just saw a season fall apart because of defense in a lot of ways at times. And you know, you look at the team that did win the NL East, the Braves. They had the best defense in baseball. You know, that's not something you don't notice. And then speaking of defense, you know, you got Alec Bowman and Reese Hoskins. What do you do about those guys if the DH isn't coming to the National League? Huge decision there, huge hole there. You, know, you can't put Bowman at third again. You just can't. I don't know if he can play first or not, but you might have to find out. So, Rees, that's a big decision. Outfield, I mean, you got two spots you got to decide on here. I mean, left field is an obvious decision with McCutcheon, you know, the contract ending. So, what do you do there? Center field, you know, what do you do there? Odubel's not the answer. Is Matt Veerling the answer? Or do you go out and add there? Obviously, just the defense across the board, you have to, to strengthen the bench. You know, Torres, sure, I'd like to have Torres back, but we'll see. You know, Brad Miller, we'll see. And then on the other side of things, too, I mean, obviously, the Zach Afflin question out six to eight months from, from you know, when he was announced done for the season, that bleeds into next season for sure, most likely. So is Afflin ready to start the year? I don't know. You assume you've got 
Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, Suarez, which is fine. But again, we just talked about, you know, we'll see what Suarez is going to be. You can't count on him to be as good as he was this year. You count on him to be a part of your rotation. You know, Wheeler's obviously great. Nola, that's a big question mark heading into this offseason. You know, coming off his worst year by far in his career. So that's a big question mark you have there. The Eflin piece of it's a question mark. Gibson was, let's be honest, pretty bad as a Philly. An ERA over five as a Philly, that's a, a question mark. And then do you spend more money there? I mean, last, you know, offseason coming out with Chase Anderson and Matt Moore where you spent money didn't work out. So that's a big spot too. So that's not settled. And then the bullpen. I mean, Hector Neris is a free agent. Archie Bradley's a free agent. There are a bunch of guys there you don't count on. You don't want to see back. Like it is a, there's a lot of turnover this offseason that the Phillies have to make. While, again, having Bryce Harper, having Zach Wheeler, you know, bringing Reese Hoskins back. Didi costs a lot of money. JT Romuto here, and you're hoping it is better next season, but is making a lot of money. You have a roster that is expensive, and it's full of guys who are here to go for it. Would it be the smartest thing for this team in the long run to just trade everyone away? Maybe. I mean, you could make the argument. And, and fire Joe Girardi, move on. I would fire Joe Girardi. They're not going to. He'll be back. I, I would be shocked. But if you're going to bring Girardi back, if you're going to bring all these guys back, the Harpers and all them, like it, you, you have to commit to this group in some way or another. You have to. You have to add. You have to go get a bona fide left fielder. You have to figure out what you're doing with Boehm Rees. Maybe you trade Rees for something else if you're going to keep Boehm. Like, I don't, I don't know. But there's a lot of decisions to be made. This is not an easy offseason for Dave Dombrowski. And, and yes, he's been here for a year. I like that. He came in kind of midstream last offseason. I like giving Dave a chance. But there's a lot to be done. And this team, again, you know, can't count on an all-time bad division next year. You can't count on the, the breaks going your way like that. So um, for a team that has as much money already invested in players um, and as many, you know, real seeming holes on the roster that it has. Dave Dombrowski's got a lot of work to do. And look, Dave Dombrowski is a Hall of Fame general manager, you know, president, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I think he's up to the task, but it's a big one. There's a lot of decisions that need to be made. It's going to be fascinating to watch how he goes about it. Again, let's not lose sight. The most important things he's doing is rebuilding the front office. That is, that is paramount as far as I'm concerned. But the things that'll get the most attention, the things that Phillies fans will pay the most attention to is how he rebuilds the roster. So he's got two massively important things happening this offseason and both to varying degrees of, of pressure and public pressure and all that. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be fascinating. I'm really excited and interested. I'm actually excited to see what Dave Dombrowski is gonna do. I'm excited to see how they steer this franchise, hopefully in the right direction. I'm excited to see who he hires in the front office, and I'm excited to see how they kind of decide to shape this thing. And I'm excited to see if Milton, Milton goes off the luxury tax because it's finally time for that. Like, there's no more. It, it just doesn't make any sense to wait anymore. Like, what's the point? You can reset. You can reset. It's not that much money. Just go over. So it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be such a fascinating offseason with so many important things, and I, I can't wait to see how it plays out. And look, we'll be back next year, at the starting next year, and we'll, we'll dive into it all and see what they did and dive into the season and hopefully be talking about a playoff team, finally, for the first time in 11 years at that point. We need it. We deserve it. We deserve it. We stick with this team through thick and thin, this team. 
that gives us certainly more heartache than happiness. That's for sure. But um, we stick with them. And uh, I'm hoping, hoping that, that someone is experienced as talented at, at what he does as Dave Dombrowski is the man who can kind of lead us forward after the dark years of, of Andy, Mc, Andy McPhail and, and Matt Clintag. Maybe we can finally step into the light start to move forward in a way that, that makes us all feel good. Um, all right, last thing before the season officially ends at Phillies today and I, I say goodbye. From the bottom of my heart, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the people who listen to this uh, every day sticking with me because it is, it's a grind with this team. You know, it's <laughs> 25 minutes a day on this team is, is no joke. You know, they, they have uh, not made it fun all the time. They've made it frustrating most of the time, um, and uh, even at times, even even depressing. But um, ultimately, you're here because we love the Phillies. You do, I do. We just love them, and uh, and I just hope that we get that love return moving forward. But but as far as I'm concerned, just the opportunity to talk to you and uh, for you guys to listen to this and and be a part of this is. Um, really truly one of the great joys of my life one of the the great um um humilities of my life that that people want to listen to this and that people want to go on this phillies ride with me so again really truly from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you for 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 going on this ride with me this season and every season and i can't wait to do it again next season so um i really truly appreciate you every single one of you thank you and uh, I appreciate the Phillies, even though they beat us down every year. I still love them, and uh, I can't wait to do this again next year. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.